Welcome to the Learning Outside the Lines podcast. I'm Ann Ryan, your host, homeschool mom of four and passionate about education and helping our children learn best. I'd like to take just a moment to thank everyone that has supported this podcast venture so far by either subscribing or listening or supporting me through feedback or encouragement. It's really been a great ride so far, and I hope to provide a lot more content for you in the future. I'm going to be interviewing some homeschool grads and some homeschool high school students at a conference in August about their passions and some of the things that they're working on, and that's going to be really fun and exciting to listen to in the near future, as well as some interviews with some parents that engage their children in learning in a little bit different way, and that's also going to be really interesting to listen to as well. So let's get to today's episode. Today's episode isn't directly related to academic learning, but it is definitely related to our children's learning and our children's well-being. I've had this conversation with a friend of mine a couple months ago, and then I also heard a similar conversation recently, and that is really what prompted me to think a little bit more about this topic, and I decided to share it. And basically, that is team sports. And what I heard, and what I think is a pretty popular uh, notion among society uh, society today, is that team sports are necessary. Team sports are something that all kids should do. And I realized, the more I thought about this, I really believe that team sports are not a mandatory childhood rite of passage. They just are not. And I know we've all heard that team sports are great for kids for a variety of reasons. They teach good sportsmanship, working as a team, they increase their self-confidence, obviously physical fitness, and that it's fun. And there's a wide variety of team sports for kids to pick from. And I'm sure many of us can look back on our childhood and think of some very fond memories of team sports and things that we really enjoyed and had a good experience with. But this is not true for everyone. Others have negative memories or stressful feelings about these experiences. And in reality, team sports are really not for everyone. And that's okay. I'm not sure why it is such a stress in the early elementary years that all kids need to try out team sports. Not all kids are cut out for team sports, and that is perfectly fine if they rather be doing something else on their own, like music or reading or building with Legos. It's really okay. It's not sheltering our kids or coddling them when they do not want to do something like that. It's really acknowledging their individual personality and just honoring that. I also know that a lot of us have heard, well, how will they know unless you make them try it? I hear this and I get it because we all want to expose our kids to a variety of things to see what might grab their interests. We've all read the story Green Eggs and Ham, and I agree that kids should be encouraged to try new things, certainly. But there's also a difference in encouraging and pushing kids past their comfort zone to misery just because of some societal societal norms that kids really should try play, playing team sports. Kids are smart. They know what they're comfortable with and what they aren't. And while I agree it's occasionally about just trying it out, it's often 
really an innate feeling of children that a certain activity is just not meant for them. And I really think parents need to trust them and acknowledge their intuition because we really don't give kids enough credit for knowing what their own boundaries are and what they really can and cannot do or what they are comfortable with and not comfortable with. I think we really need to listen to our children and listen and see what their objections and their fears are. Sometimes maybe it is something pretty simple that can be overcome, or maybe it's not very realistic and they need some more examples or some, you know, things so that they can see that their fears or objections are not valid. But it also might be something that really is valid. And if it is, don't push them to ignore that. If you really want your child to get involved in something, there are lots of individual kinds of hobbies and activities. If you're looking for more physical things, there's still individual sports like martial arts or biking or fencing or parkour or dance. I know where I live now, parkour is a huge activity and kids are really, really getting into it. And it's something that they do on their own, but it's it, they're physically fit, they're moving, they're active, and they're experiencing something in a way that they normally would never have experienced it before. Now, sports aren't for everyone. Not all kids are into physical activities, and that's okay too. If you really want them to still get involved with something, but not a physical activity, fine. Try chess, try role-playing games, try a Lego club, try robotics or art. There's music lessons, there's theater, there's scouts, 4-H. There are so many different things out there. Some of those things are individual and some of those things are with groups. So that you can still get some of the uh, ideas that people want their kids to learn or their skills such as team building or uh, problem solving with the group. You can still get those with some of these activities that are not physical. And if none of these ideas light a fire, then guess what? It's okay. Maybe they're just not ready. Maybe they much rather just be reading a book on their own or playing with Legos in their room independently for a while still. And that's perfectly fine. They can continue doing these for a month or years. And maybe you try to introduce some of these things down the line, maybe a few months, maybe next year. Maybe when they meet a friend and that friend is doing those things, maybe then they'll be interested in trying it. But there's no rush. Childhood should be experienced in their own time. We don't need to rush it. Our society is so rushed with everything that we're supposed to accomplish by certain milestones and by certain time frames. And really, it does not have to be that way. We really can honor each individual where they are and let them go at their own pace. We know this. We know that everybody's an individual. We hear this all the time, but we don't honor that. And we really need to step back and remember that we're each on our own schedule. We're each on our own bell curve and we can do things in our own time. Sometimes we just need kind of a slap in the face as parents when our kids tell us, no, I don't want to do that. And we really need to step back and think about why that is. Why don't they want to do it? 
Are their reasons valid? Is it something that we can encourage them to try something different? Or is it just something we need to let go of and just let them continue doing what they were doing all along? So you just have to remember to trust your child, love them unconditionally, and trust that they know what they need and we need to support them. I hope this gave you a little food for thought today, maybe thinking about a topic in a way that you hadn't really thought about it before. I just really think that we don't give kids enough credit and that we really need to listen to what they have to say and their reasons for doing or not doing things. So thanks again for taking a little bit of time to listen to today's episode. I hope you'll subscribe to the podcast so you'll know when the next episode is released. And you can find me at learningoutsidethelines.com or on Facebook at the Learning Outside the Lines podcast, where I post announcements or articles or other interesting podcasts that might be relevant to you. In the meantime, don't be afraid to go outside the lines.